Welcome to Faith Baptist Church, Great Village, where we believe in the truth of the gospel, building of community, and engaging in the mission of Christ. We hope you enjoy this week's message as our pastors share from God's Word. I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. It's a... You seem a, a little subdued this morning, a little quiet, uh, maybe. Uh, a lot gone on in the last week or two, and, but I couldn't help but think, and think when, when we were singing earlier, it always, almost reminded me of that part in the, the Grinch's Old Christmas cartoon where the Who's in Whoville are singing the Christmas morning, even though there was no presents, no trees, nothing like that. And, and uh, yeah, and that song, uh, Joy Comes in the Morning, I love that. That's really, and thank you for, for the music uh, today, guys. That was, that was, uh, uh, just felt, it felt good, didn't it, to be able to sing those songs together? Yeah. Um, the reading guide that we sent out uh, for this morning uh, encouraged us to read Hebrews 10 in preparation for today, and I hope, I hope you got to read through that chapter. Uh, the whole thing is important for context today, but but we want to focus on two verses, uh, really. Uh, that's uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, where it says, Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. I wonder if I could just make you uncomfortable for a moment and ask you to stand with me and I'd like for us just to read those words together this morning. Will you stand? And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Lord, I thank you for this tremendous group of people this morning, young and old alike, and for all we've been able to enjoy already here, Lord, uh, as we meet together. Uh, Lord, we just ask that you would bless these words to our hearts today as we think together about what it means for us to be together this morning. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. All right, make yourself comfortable once again, if you you would. Normally on Sunday mornings when we gather as a church family, um, as Alex uh, pointed out uh, a bit ago, we uh, normally keep everyone all together for the first half hour or so, up until about now, and then we dismiss the children for a learning time that's uh, designed especially for them. Uh, not all churches do it that way. Um, uh, a lot of churches, the kids go directly to a children's program from the parking lot to their program, and, and, and uh, that's the course for the, for the whole uh, day or whatever. Um, uh, and I don't want to be critical of churches that take different approaches to this. It can be a very practical thing. Uh, I know that. I know if overcrowding is an issue, it can be a really practical thing for it to have uh, to free up a lot of seats for for adults uh, if the children are 
going directly to their own program. But I like the way we do it. I, I like it a, a lot. And, uh, and then, of course, there are churches where all the ages are all together all the time, and they don't have a children's program, per se, um, when, they, when they meet. Um, we are prone to extremes, it seems, um, prone to overcorrect. But I, what I want for us to think about in the time remaining that we have together today is how special this time is. Um, when we're together, like we are uh, this morning, um, when we do send our kids off to a special program that they're almost like breakout groups, you know, where uh, people can uh, receive teaching that's uh, and, and learn at a more targeted, targeted level, and that requires leaders and teachers and helpers. And as Alex mentioned, today we're giving those people a bit of a break. Um, but, and I don't want to ignore the people that are joining us online today either because um, the technology that allows uh, for that to happen is new, but the need is not new. Having people that are unable to physically get out and participate and be a part of a gathering like this on a Sunday morning is not new at all. So. Uh, I'm thankful for that technology, and I hope you are as well. But a thought that has occurred to me often over the years, uh, over the years I've, I've often thought how unlikely it is that this exact group of people will ever be together like this ever again. And I don't want to be melodramatic about it, uh, we know I, and we need to be conscious of the fact that God can take any one of us out at any time. Uh, we can't be presumptuous to think that we'll have another opportunity to, uh, to gather like this. Um, but it's not just that. Um, different things can take people away for different reasons, for short periods of time, for longer periods of time, take people away from us, bring people to us, uh, because Life happens, right? And change happens. And change, is, has been said, is the only true constant. And I would say change is the only true constant apart from God himself, of course, who never changes. So even if this, even if, and this would be highly unlikely, but even if this exact group of people were to be together at some time again in the, in the future, as improbable as that is, it still wouldn't be the same because we wouldn't be the same. And the circumstances and the situations of our lives wouldn't be the same. A lot of things wouldn't be, wouldn't be the same because life happens in space and time and change occurs no matter what. And so just as each one of us is unique and each time is unique, so each gathering is unique in space and time. And such as it is, time itself becomes a sacred gift that God gives us. And so the times when we gather are special times, they're sacred times. And I want to do just a little bit of an um, exercise in consciousness with you this morning.
And I know these things can sometimes make people just a little bit uncomfortable, take them out of their comfort zones just a little bit. Um, but I, uh, I want you to do something for me. I want you to, to just look around the room. Now, before you do that, I don't want you to say anything, okay? Because I know what's going to happen if I, don't, if I don't qualify this. You're going to start looking around the room, and then you're going to start talking. And, and, and I'll totally lose control of this time, right? I get that. Uh, but uh, you're going to, because you're going to make eye contact with people when you look around the room. You're going to see people. You're going to acknowledge those people, maybe with a smile or uh, uh, a nod of your head or, or something. Hopefully you are. Um, but, uh, but I don't, so I don't want you to say anything, but I just want you to take a, take a look around. So, so without saying anything, go ahead. Take, take a look around the room. Uh, stand up. Take a look around the room. That might help your neck. Any week, uh, I'm uh, privileged to be up here. I get to look around the room for extended periods of time. I get to see see everybody's face, and and uh, it's a, it's a, it's an experience. It's uh, it's special. And this week, I was caused to think again uh, some words that C.S. Lewis wrote. Many of you will know who C.S. Lewis is. Those of you who do not know who C.S. Lewis is need to find out who C.S. Lewis is. Um, But C.S. Lewis wrote these words. He said, remember that the dullest, most uninteresting person you can talk to may one day be a creature which, if you saw it now, you would be strongly tempted to worship. He writes, there are no ordinary people. Now, most of you are perhaps aware that we've been putting together a new photo directory, uh, church directory. And uh, back a a couple of weeks ago, I was here in the office and and Britt was working on on, uh, formatting the information and... uh, you know, the contact information that we try to get in there. It's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been four years since we've done a, a, a directory, photo directory, which is amazing to me. But, but uh, she, so she was working on it there, and she was showing us some of the formatting and so on. And as I was, we were looking at that, I, I glanced over to the other side of her desk, and there she had a couple of pages of the photos laying there that she had been uh, collating as well. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and as I looked at those photos, just suddenly there was, for a brief moment of time, I found myself rejoicing over some of you. Now, I say some of you, and I probably need to clarify this. <laughs> because there was only a couple of pages, and there was only about a dozen photos. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the finished product. Hopefully within a, within a bit, we're going to be able to get those in your hands. But it was one of those things that just kind of happened. I didn't, I didn't plan for it to happen. It was just a moment. It was kind of one of those uh, things that happened, uh, what's the word, serendipitously or something like that, maybe? Um, but it was, uh, 
it was it was it was interesting. Now, I, I I wonder how how will you feel when you get to uh, look through those pictures? How do you feel right now when you look around the room? How should we feel? How does God feel when he looks at us and when he sees us both individually and together? How does God feel about that? How does it cause him uh, to feel? Uh, I've known some of you for many, many years. And then I also uh, look around the room and I see newer people as well. And uh, some of you who are new, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're new enough that you didn't get your pictures into the directory. But that doesn't mean you're not part of the, of the church family and, and we're thrilled uh, for some of the newer faces that we've been seeing in recent days and, and uh, thrilled that you're part of, of, our, of, our, of our church family. Um, but even long before the COVID pandemic, observers were documenting a sort of quiet quitting that was going on, a quitting of the faith on the part of many professing believers who had decided that it just wasn't necessary to show up for church time to be a Christian. But I've been thinking this week about how those of us who gather here today have an important reason for being here. So much so that if we had to miss out for some reason, we would experience a a sense of loss. And if I asked you, you know, today, why, you know, why are you here? Some of you who are perhaps more spiritual would say, I'm here to worship God. Some of you might say, my, my parents made me come. Uh, while it's true that we, or should be true that we're here to worship God, it's not true enough. And I would suggest to you that, that the, 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 the better answer to that question is, that we're here to worship God together. Because, and here's the, 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 just the plain truth of it, you don't need to be here to worship God. Do you remember what um, Jesus said to the woman at the well? And he said, uh, you know, the time is coming and is now here when it won't be about Jerusalem, it won't be about any place. That those who worship will worship in spirit and truth. And we, in our children's program, as Alex pointed out, encourage family worship. We encourage you w- with, uh, to have uh, worship in your, in your homes. And that doesn't always look like, you know, everybody kneeling down and praying together or, or singing worship songs together. It can look like different forms because worship takes all kinds of different forms. Um, and that was pointed out, uh, Josh, earlier, mentioned that as well. So, uh, but, but you don't need to be here to worship God. But we're here to worship God together. Uh, parents. Do you know what it does for your kids when you bundle them up and bring them here each week? Do 
You know what it shows them. I'm not talking about the content that gets taught, as important as that is. I mean just showing up. Just showing up. And what about those of us who don't have little ones? Why would we bundle our, uh, ourselves up and drag our sometimes sorry butts here on a Sunday morning over and over again? Why would, would we do that? If we could just worship God at home. Or in the woods. Now that's a favorite, isn't it? Amen. And you can, Roger. Was that you? You, you, you can. You should worship God out in his creation. But, you know, I've heard people say it. You've heard it too. I don't need to go to church to be a Christian. And when I hear that, I just want to say, and I, and I know that when I say this, probably the people that need to hear it aren't going to hear it because they're not here to hear it or are connecting online to hear it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it anyway. I just want to say, whenever I hear somebody say, I don't need to be, go to church to be a Christian, I just want to say, when did this become all about you? How sad it is when we see people making life-altering decisions, even some professing Christians making life-altering decisions based on the mindset, what's in this for me? I don't need to go to church to be a Christian. Technically, that's true. But the mindset is very self-centered, self-serving, and self-absorbed. And it's sad. It really, it really is sad. And it's, I think it's the, the opposite of the, the spirit or the mindset that's pre- uh, presented in that, in that scripture that we read together earlier. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Not neglecting to meet together. Why? Because it's encouraging when you get together with people who share your faith, who are on the same journey of faith together then the opportunities for encouraging, encouragement are vast, but there is even an element of encouragement in, in just even just showing up. Because you don't need to be here to worship God. And then I think of the long-term ramifications of the types of decisions that people make, it becomes rather heartbreaking for me. I do my best to try to think forward and, 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 and kind of get a sense for the direction that people's lives are taking and, and where, where it leads. I, I'm, I, my age is a subject of conversation these days and because whenever I bring it up, I always have a few people like, Ethel, who tell me I'm not old. But I've lived long enough to see 
the ramifications of those decisions. When people choose, make life-altering choices based on what's in it for me. It's very sad. But today is January 1st, right? And so I say, what a great way to start a new year. How many hours? Less than 12 hours, Josh said. That we, you know, we've been in 2023. And I know that we're all praying that 2023 is going to be, in many ways, a better year than 2022. Because 2022 has been rough. It's been hard in a lot of ways. But what a great way to start the new year by being together here today in church. Now, I'm not personally a big fan of New Year's resolutions, but I do think that taking the time to reflect on our lives, especially reflecting on our lives in the light of Scripture, and then setting good goals and establishing good habits is something that we do need to be big on. We need to be very big on it. So why not consider making the life-altering decision today to commit yourself or to recommit yourself to what Paul referred to as the body of Christ. What we sometimes refer to as Christian community. I'm gonna ask you to stand uh, with me as we finish our time together today. Why not make it a goal today to place greater value on the people that God has placed in your life. All of them. Because all of them are made in the image of God and are deserving of that consideration. And why not make it a goal to appreciate particularly those in the family of faith that you're sharing the journey with? Listen to these words. This is the Apostle Paul. He says, So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially those who are of the household of faith. Let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. In uh, a couple of weeks' time, we're going to start a new series, a teaching series, Belong, uh, Believe, Become. Everyone needs a place to belong. Everyone needs a truth to believe. Everyone needs the courage to become. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, But regardless of the content of the teaching time, as important as that is, whether that's in the children's program or whether that's here in what the kids call big church, just showing up Recognizing the value appreciating others. It's hard for me to put into words how huge that is, how big that is. 
speaking both biblically and philosophically. It's huge. So really today, that's, uh, I didn't plan a lot of content. I didn't plan a lot of exposition. There's a lot in Hebrews chapter 10 that you can dig out and think through. But just that one thought, don't neglect to meet together so that you can encourage one another, especially when you look ahead to the day that's coming. Valuing and appreciating the people that God has placed in your life and the people with whom he has gifted you to share life's journey with. More important than anything else, I would ask you to join me in prayer. Lord, I thank you for these words of scripture and and the truths that are represented in them. I thank you this morning for this people. I thank you, Lord, as I think about our our church family and those who are uh, old and those who are young, those who have been around for uh, a long time and for those who are newer. And Lord, the short ones, the tall ones, the, the hairy ones and the bald ones. Lord, I thank you for every single person that you you have privileged us be part of our, our lives. And God, I pray with your people this morning that 2023 would be a, a year, could be a year. Lord, would you let it be a, a year when we would appreciate one another more and that we would commit ourselves to the body of Christ Lord, uh, we need your help with this because we know that uh, there are obstacles. There are distractions. There are other things, many things that would vie for our attention and vie for our affections. Lord, so we need for you, by your Holy Spirit in us, please, Lord, do this work that we would be blessed in this way and that you would be honored in our lives. Thank you for your people today, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence here. Please bless us, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. What's that? Oh, they're already done. Where's the breakfast? Oh, yeah. I'm probably.